Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in third and final hour here on Monday here on this Martin Luther King Day. And I I forgot that it is a holiday. So I think Jack Spillane is probably taking today off. He'll be here Friday anyway. So he doesn't need to talk to me today. He can talk to you on Friday and uh, you can join in the discussion with him on Friday and with me today at 508-996-0500. Of course, today is not only is it Martin Luther King Day. But it's also the Iowa caucus day. And I was saying this morning that there's all this talk. All they're talking about on the news stations is how this is the coldest Iowa caucus day on record. This is the coldest it's ever been. 40 degrees below zero with the wind chill. It's never been this cold. But you know what? It's been that cold in Iowa quite a bit. Just because it hasn't happened on a on a Iowa caucus day doesn't mean that it hasn't happened and that Iowans aren't used to weather like this. Now, I think that there's probably a need on the part of the newscasters to manufacture some drama here because it does seem like it's going to be an easy victory in Iowa for Donald Trump. The Des Moines Register poll had him Coming in at, what, 48% of the vote? 48% of the vote? And I think the next closest was was Nikki Haley with 20 and Ron DeSantis with 16. So, granted, I don't think those numbers will be what plays out in the final vote for a couple of reasons. I don't think Donald Trump's going to get 48% in the final vote just because the people who would be voting for Donald Trump are less likely to come out if they know that he's got such a substantial lead. He's been trying to get the word out, you know, don't take it for granted. But he also is in that position where he wants to show that he's not worried about the other candidates on the Republican side, that, you know, he's he's put forth a public face as if they've he's got this already in the bag. So you've got to be careful how much you want to encourage people to get out and vote without sounding like you're worried. So I think you're going to just see less people that vote for him only because the people that would, there's going to be a lot of people that would have that are just like, ah, he's got this. I'm not going to go out in this weather and do it. And then I think you've also got Haley and DeSantis mobilizing their voters 
to make sure that they do get out and vote. So you you may see their numbers may dip too, depending on how people feel about leaving in that weather, but it also could be that you could see more people. You could also see folks that get to today and say, you know what? I was thinking Donald Trump, but I think I'll go for Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis just because Trump has such a large lead. So there could be a lot of fluctuation that happens. It's it's funny because the narrative has been the Iowa caucus could make or break somebody's campaign. And then two seconds later, they'll say, well, it's it's just the first and, you know, Iowa doesn't determine everything else that goes on. So... You know, they can't even pick the storylines that they want to push on this because, again, they're trying to manufacture some drama to get some interest in this. And then, of course, we've got New Hampshire right after. And this could turn out to be more of a battle than Donald Trump is expecting, or it could just be a walk in the park. I think that that's a mistake to have it be in the bag this early or to feel like it's in the bag this early. I do think it's a mistake. I understand why Trump has not wanted to be take part in these debates, but I think that he should. Just to kind of forward on the discussion of what, Needs to basically, it's not trying to sell the people who are going to vote for him, it's trying to sell the people who aren't voting for him. The 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 percentages that Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, and I guess Vivek Ramaswamy are bringing in and trying to convince those folks that even when your preferred candidate drops off, I'm the guy that you should be putting your, your support behind. So, I think maybe later on in the process, you will see him get a little bit more involved, but I also understand why at this point he feels like he doesn't have to. He's got enough going on, too, where you don't need to commit to to being in all those campaign stops if you already know that you're going to get, say, 48% of the vote there. But he did show up in, in Iowa on, I believe, Saturday night. Or maybe it was Friday night. I forget which night he came in. I think it was Friday night. So he's not taking it totally for granted either. But it'll be fun to see what happens. It'll be fun to see how it shakes out. But it doesn't really mean anything yet. I mean, it could mean the end of somebody's campaign, depending on how they show up. Although they were asking Ron DeSantis all weekend long and all the shows, hey, if if you come in third, are you are you done? And he says he's in it for the long haul, that he's going to go out there and try and get every delegate that he can. And, you know, in a way... It kind of makes sense that if you are Haley or DeSantis, again, it all depends on how they shake out against each other. But it makes sense to stay in it as long as you can because you don't know what's going to happen with Trump. With all the things that are going on and with his personality, would it surprise you if he just decided, you know what, forget it. It wouldn't surprise me. I think it would disappoint a lot of people, but it wouldn't surprise me. If he says, it's not only going to be 
you know, the immediate future of this, but four more years of this, ah, forget it. Or maybe there is something that, that comes out of all of this and that has an effect too. So it makes sense for them to try to hang around as long as they can, but they're also spending tens of millions of dollars to hang around. So you have to have that coming in in order to keep having it going out. But we'll, we'll see what happens tonight. Well, today. And I'm sure it will lead to some entertaining moments. See, that's the thing. Is for people who get really worked up about this and really have an interest in it, like the minutia of it is what really gets people's attention. If you are somebody who supports Donald Trump and you say, okay, I'm expecting him to win, and then he does, you just kind of move on to the next primary and say you hope that he wins that. But like the real political junkies are watching what happens with these, you know, who's coming in second, who's coming in third, how much did they spend, where did they pull the best. You know, there's, there's a lot of meat on the bone for people that, that get excited about all that kind of stuff. 508-996-0500. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Reverend. Good morning. Would I be surprised if Donald Trump dropped out? I would not. Because that would mean that he was tipped off to something else. I mean, don't forget, the guy doesn't even wear a helmet. He may have a bulletproof vest. They could shoot him in the head. So if I was him, I'd be out there with a helmet on. I'm surprised that he goes to the places that he does go to. I mean, if he drops out, there's going to be a doggone good reason. Because the man's been through hell already. Ellen back that your ordinary men would not go through. They wouldn't have lasted this long. I mean, goodbye-bye, Christy. I'm glad he's long gone. I don't have much against Ramaswamy. I've researched him a lot. He's not too bad. I just don't think it's his time. I think we do need Donald Trump again another time around. I know you may not agree with it, but I don't want to get into that with you again. Because so, it's been nice and quiet out here with you and me. Yeah. And I don't want to start it up. But, I mean, I don't really know really what... How you really, really feel about him. You do not think at all that he should be president again? I do not. But I, I think that he should have the ability to run, sure. Okay, and who should be? Mom, I mean, I don't know. Let's wait and see who, you know, if it's not. No, 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 no. None of that. Come on. Who well, do you think? Who do you want? Who would you like to see? Obviously, I align more with the Democratic Party's beliefs, even though I'm not a member of the Democrat Party. But I align more with those beliefs, so I'm more likely than not going to vote for the Democrat, no matter who it is. And in this <laughs> case, come out and say, though, well, in this in this case, you have Joe Biden. You? In this case, you have Joe Biden by default. I'm surprised nobody really tried to run against you him. Happy. Mr. Weisberg, would that make you happy if Biden stayed in office? It's similar to when I voted for him in 2020, where, eh, that's the choice I got to make. You're sicker than I thought you was, Reverend. You're sicker than I thought you were before. How could you possibly say in all good conscience that you would want Biden, that crime family, you would want them to stay in government? Yeah, I'd rather have him than Donald Trump. Well, that you're right to your opinion, but no, it's wrong. Come on now. Come on. 
Okay. I squeezed the calling because I got laundry going. I got to go pick it up before somebody. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not going to get into it with you, but like you said, I know. You know, you said the Biden crime family. He's not the guy that's on on. on trial in multiple different uh, lawsuits and in criminal criminal law. Uh, yeah, that's cases. all good. You know what? Trump is going to be victory, victory for Trump. It's coming. Look, at the guy can't even go to his own mother-in-law's funeral. They won't allow him to go. Are you kidding? That's that's worse than being down and dirty. Who said they won't allow him to go? I just heard it on the on the news last night, uh, nighttime radio, WBSM, that he his mother-in-law passed away, and he's not being allowed to go to the funeral. Come on, how bad? How is he not being allowed to go? He made the choice not to go. I don't know. Well, from the way I heard the story, I can't remember exactly every word. I am getting old, you know. But I mean, I heard the way it went down is he's not able to go. He's not going to. He can't go. He wanted to go. He can't go. And there was a clip of him saying it. You just have to find it. Because if it was on the radio and but, I heard him saying it out of his own but mouth. But who, who would be there. stopping him from going? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I don't understand the whole thing about it. I don't know that much about politics and who's in charge of all this other kind of stuff and this and that. All I heard was he came out of his own mouth last night on the radio. So there has to be a clip out there of him saying it, that he's not allowed to go. Terrible. Just terrible. I got to go, though, but have a good day. Thanks for the time. You as well. Ramon, Take care. get over it, Ramon. That's for you. <laughs> All right. I'm coming after you, Las Vegas, buddy. All right. You I have, know. Have a good day. You uh, too. Poor, poor Lamone, but, you know, he's right. I mean, Mary's right. Lamone has to just accept the time that he's given, and you don't get to argue for more. Um, anyway, 508-996-0500. Let me just look at the clock. I can squeeze in another call here before we have to take a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Pretty good. With all these wars going on, I'll stick with Biden. And you know, uh, you know, because he's in the middle of everything right now. But I got a problem, though. I don't, I'm not happy about Biden. I mean, he says... Uh, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. No. If I don't vote for you, you ain't president. And now he's saying, uh, democracy's on the ballot. No, Joe, you're on the ballot. If you just talk about, uh, you know, getting some things accomplished, he never finishes nothing. And uh, that's the problem. But because of the wars, I think you got to stick with him. Uh, regardless. They said, oh, he acted uh, against the congressional, the, uh, he uh, bombing what he did. Hey, wait a minute. The last time Congress approved a bombing was in Iraq. And when they saw what Bush did with it, they never again gave their consent to anything. So he did the right thing, doing it on his own. When the hell was, you know, they're just looking for an excuse to use anybody. I know the guy's old, but, I mean, policy's policy. He doesn't carry out the policy. He, he directs it. He, he's, the, he's a guy that, is, you know, he puts a, you do this, you do that, blah, blah, blah. And he's got all his people in line to do it for him. This age thing is kind of stupid in today's world. He could sit behind his desk in the basement and run the whole thing. It was a big deal. As long as his head's clear, it was, you know, what was the big deal? Well, I think you know, they, go, some others might disagree with you on that, but no, I get your point. You know, you know, you can't get 100% of anything. You can't get 10 people at WBSM to agree on any one particular item that might be an important item. So, when, you know, when you say that, that's kind of like the water off a duck's tail. Well, it's going to bother some, but yeah, it is. And that's the thing with Trump. 
uh, uh, Trump's all about the uh, uh, law and order and this and that. Uh, but as a as a human being, he's uh, he's disappointing. But that's just it. Can you separate the two? Can you can you go to the ballot box and say I'm voting for this guy because he's going to do? Are you going to go to the ballot box and say I don't like the way he tweets? You know, they've had the problems the electorate. They they got they don't have any priorities. Did amount to anything that's any good? And I bet you complain like this, Governor Healy. She's not that. She's not an anti-Christ. You voted around. Work with her. All right. Well, thank you for the call. I got to hold you there because I got to take a break. You have a good day. Oh, he hangs up faster than I can. I can put him on hold. All right. Well, we've got to take a break here. We will be back on the other side. 508-996-0500. We can talk more with you coming up. You can also send an app chat messages on the WBSM app. And so I just want to point out, though, nobody is is saying that Donald Trump can't go to the funeral of his mother-in-law. He's just choosing to go to the trial. He doesn't have to go to the trial. He's choosing to go to the trial. Do I think that the judge should have given him an extra day for that? Yes, I do. I would expect that if I was in that same situation, and I, a civil trial, by the way, let me, let me reiterate that, civil trial. If it was a criminal trial, it's a little bit different story. But a civil trial, if I ask for a one day to, for bereavement, I would expect that I could get it for a civil trial. So I think that that's, you know, they should have just allowed that to happen anyway. But nobody's forcing him to be at the trial. He doesn't have to be there. Nobody's keeping him from going to the, the funeral if he wants to. Nobody's keeping him from going to the funeral and then going to the trial afterward. The same way he has a, a rally scheduled for that night at 7 o'clock. Newsweek's trying to make a big deal out of it saying, well, he's asking for the day off so he can go to the, the funeral. But at the same time, he's got a rally scheduled. Yeah, well, because the timing conflicts. The funeral isn't at 7 o'clock at night. And he can get out of the trial and hop in a helicopter and go to the, the rally. Like, I don't see why he can't do that and either of the two things during the day. So, yeah, the judge was wrong, not, in my opinion, not to give him the day. But also, it's his choice. Nobody's forcing him not to go to the funeral. 508-996-0500. We'll be back in a few moments. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle humps. Ready to race for you. These days are all. You ready to feel old? I mean, oh, this makes me feel old. Happy days premiered on this date 50 years ago. 50 years ago. That means that the time that it was focused on was almost 70 years ago. Can you believe that? 50 years ago, Happy Days premiered, right? Do I have my math right? 1974? I just turned 46. Yeah, 50 years ago. And in those early days, Fonzie wasn't even a main character. It wasn't until he became a main character that the show became a hit. Remember when he first showed up on the show and he was much more of a tough-talking hood, and he had a, a gray windbreaker as opposed to his leather jacket? If they had kept him in that gray jacket, I don't think Happy Days ever would have been the hit that it was. Also, Henry Winkler, one of the nicest guys in the world, it seems. Everybody loves him, and he just seems like such a, a sweet guy. 
But so is the Fonz. Ariel, has anybody ever told you to sit on it? No. If they did, it came, It comes from Happy Days. <laughs> Got it. All right. Do you know what the you know? Have you heard the phrase "jump the shark"? I haven't. You've never heard that phrase before, jump like when shark. when something gets a little bit too ridiculous, it's "jump the shark." No. Like how I've already jumped the shark on this show by talking so much about old TV shows. <laughs> that comes from Happy Days too, from when Fonzie literally jumped over a shark. Wow. So, all right. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's get to the news and get all to the important stuff right now with. Today is the first official day of voting in the 2024 election cycle as Iowa's caucuses get underway. At stake is who Iowa Republicans think is the best candidate to take on President Biden in November. Polls far and away show that former President Trump enjoys the most support. Also on the ballot will be Trump's closest challengers, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby says the U.S. has had its intense talks with Israel to lower the intensity of its attacks in Gaza. Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation, Kirby said Israel has taken some steps to get there, including fewer airstrikes and pulling some troops out. Grab some schmear. It's National Bagel Day. Bree Tennis with more. Today we celebrate the kosher carb called the bagel. It dates back to the 17th century, brought to the U.S. by Polish Jewish immigrants. It's the only bread that's boiled before baking. That's where the chew comes from. And the hole in the center makes them cook faster. According to New Yorker Bagels, the average person eats about 38 of them every year. But be careful. Last year, more than 2,000 people cut their fingers slicing bagels and needed stitches. I'm Bree Tennis. Nearly 40% of jobs around the world could be affected by artificial intelligence. Business leaders around the world, including the International Monetary Fund, are warning of the troubling trend that they say will worsen inequality in the workplace. In a blog post, IMF Chief Kristalina Georgieva noted the more devastating impact AI could have on advanced economies like the U.S. as white-collar workers are considered more at risk than manual laborers. Electric vehicles are getting a bit more affordable. That's thanks in a large part to Hertz, the the rental car company that's selling a lot of its EV inventory. Hertz is selling about 20,000 electric vehicles after the cost of maintenance proved to be more than expected. There's no trading today as Wall Street is closed in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. When the holiday shortened trading week does kick off Tuesday, it will come on the heels of Friday's mixed close. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Bruins head coach is heading to his second straight All-Star game. Jim Montgomery has been invited to coach the Atlantic Division in next month's event in Toronto. This afternoon, Boston is entering their battle against the New Jersey Devils. The Patriots will hold a press conference on Wednesday afternoon to introduce their new head coach, Gerard Mayo. He was named the successor to Bill Belichick after five seasons on the staff as a defensive assistant coach. And Celtics player Jalen Brown is listed on the injury report as questionable because of a right knee hyperextension. Tonight, the Celtics visit the Toronto Raptors. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Happy Monday morning, everybody. It's cold outside. Bundle up. The temperature may read in the low 20s. Wind chill values in the teens as we head into the afternoon hour. Cold and dry conditions with a temperature climbing into the low 30s with mostly sunny skies. The normal high in the upper 30s. 
Overnight tonight, we could be seeing uh, some light snow after midnight. Heading into tomorrow, we could be seeing one to three inches across the area and uh, tapering off tomorrow night. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM Cannot believe, still can't wrap my head around the fact that Happy Days is 50 years old. And I guess it makes sense. It was on for what, I think 11 seasons, 10 or 11 seasons. And it, it really floundered toward the end. I remember even as a kid watching the reruns and we'd get to the episodes where there was no more Richie and Ralph and Potsy and it was just about Joni and Chachi all the time. Like, eh. It's not what I like like their show for. And then Heather O'Rourke was on it for a while, and Fonz was more like a dad than he was the Fonz. Ah, it got weird. But still, 50 years ago. That's incredible. It's hard to wrap my head around. It also means I'm going to be 50 in a few years, which is also hard to wrap my head around. I I got a haircut the other day and was using the restroom here. And, you know, there's good lighting in the restroom there and the restroom here at the station. And I went over to the sink to wash my hands and looked up into the mirror and said, oh, my God, oh, my hair's almost all gray now. I really can't tell till I looked under good lighting, you know, but uh, that's fine. It's fine. Time stops for no one. Keeps marching on. For whom the bell tolls, time marches on. That's what Metallica told us, right? So, I'll, I'll, uh, hold on, let me put this call on hold here. I'll let you know, too, that uh, Chris should be back this morning, coming up with South Coast Now. And then Brian is in today. He is filling in for Barry today. Barry took the day off. And he'll be back tomorrow, but uh, Barry's got a great article at WBSM.com and on the app that's getting a lot of attention. It's the article about the Elizabeth Islands and why you can't go on so many of the Elizabeth Islands. And I've seen a lot of people in the comments saying things like, I'll go wherever I want to go. Well, good luck with that. If you go to one of the Elizabeth Islands that you cannot go on. Good luck with that. See what happens. Some of those are protected areas. Some of them are privately owned. Some of them you can go and visit. But it's, you, you can't say, well, I'll go where I want to go. Okay, well, say that to the people that guard the White House. 
you know, you, you can't just go wherever you want to go. But for some reason, you know, folks are obsessed with those islands. Because you can go stand on the south end of New Bedford at Fort Tabor and take a look and see them. They're that close. But yet, so close yet so far away. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, Sam. Good morning. Good morning. Who owns the Elizabeth Islands? So it, most of them are owned by the Forbes family, um, which is, you know, the oh yeah John Kerry's family. Oh, is that who it is? Yeah, but most most of them are owned by them. But there's, you know, some of them are publicly, you know, like uh, obviously Cuddy Hunk is an island you can go to. Um, Penakee's Island is now, there's a school on it. And so that's, it's really the only thing on the island is that school. And it was a school for boys for a while. Then it was for troubled kids. And now I think they only have a couple of students over there. Who owns that one? Uh, I'm not sure if it's the state or if it's the people that run the school. I don't, I don't know who owns it. I don't remember. You can see that one with your eye, visible with your eyes without um, um, a telescope. Yeah, if you go down uh, to the, yeah, if you go down to the to the Fort Tabor and you look out there, those are the land masses that you see off to the. You know, to, out, out into the ocean. Um, what I okay. So what I was going to mention is, um, I did read an article that about Fonzie, and he's so down to earth. He's mm -hmm. so happy. He's got gray hair. He's got a big dog. It shows him laying with the dog and laughing, and he has a uh, house. He's down to earth. He he stays out of all the mix. He well, he's actually, he's he's very political on uh, on on Twitter, but he um he's having a career resurgence really because he's in a lot of different stuff. He's uh, I guess he was on um, Arrested Development, and that kind of helped push him back into the spotlight. But he he was a co-star on a show called Barry on HBO, and he was fantastic in that. I mean, he's he's really got a lot more range than just being Fonzie. In fact, he's nothing like Fonzie in real life. Right. Uh, this was in a magazine. I read it. Um, uh, what was I going to tell you now? Oh, getting old. Yeah, about getting old. Yeah, it happens quick. And uh, after 40, actually after 50, it's all downhill. I hate to say it. But once you creep up to 50, you're half a hundred, right? If you make it that far. And yeah. then it's downhill from there. And um, But it's every day, a day at a time, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I think part of it is if you start to think about, like, how much time is left, you feel kind of doom and gloom about it. But if you look at the other side of it, look at how much you've experienced in that time, and it, and it, it feels like it's been a long time. When I was younger, it took forever to get from, you know, the time I was consciously aware of life to being 10 years old. That felt like it took forever. And now 10 years goes by in the blink of an eye. So time really is relative, I guess. Yeah, and your hair gets gray. And then you get <laughs> all kinds of different things start happening. And women get menopause. So that's a, a big thing too, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. Or by, by the time by the time you're fifty usually. And I think probably the, the part that people have the the hardest thing dealing with with aging is just acceptance of it. You know, just realizing you know, there's nothing you can do to stop it. You can you can try to put a band aid on it, but it's still gonna happen. I just go with the flow, but you know, yeah, you should see, you should see the people that get um, plastic surgery and all that stuff. I was reading an article where men are more vain and believe it or not, look it up. They get more than women. 
Oh, I mean, just look at all the hair products they have for men, just for men, just for men for the beard, all that kind of stuff. People say to me, oh, you should you should utilize that if, you're, if your hair is, you know, gray in some spots, white in some others. You should utilize it. I'm like, no, what do I care? I don't care what I look like. I don't, I don't care about the color of my hair. It doesn't bother me, but it's a huge seller because guys apparently do care. I don't like it when it's all dyed and all, all like that. It looks awful. And, um, um, when I went to the shows, I saw around Kenny Rogers and he was so like a plastic face and, and Tom Jones, they, oh, it's awful. It looks terrible. The one that was natural was, um, Engelbert Humperdinck. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah, what but the other ones. No good. Kenny Rogers sang that song. She believes in me, except for when it comes to my face. Right. I was, well, I don't know. They they want all these young girls when they're old men. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. You get to the point where you just don't want any girls. You have a good day. All right. I'm uh, going to keep myself out of trouble there. All right, let's go to the next call here. You're next on WBSM. Hello, Tim. Hello. How are you doing? Good morning. I was just going to shed a little light on Penakee's Island for you. Sure. It's owned by the Mass Division of Fisheries and Wildlife. Okay. So it's state property, and they have an agreement with the school, the Penikes Island School. And you are correct. It used to be a, a home for wayward boys, and then it was a, a drug rehab facility for young men, older teens and young men. And um, as of late, that, that went defunct. But now in the summertime, the Penikes Island School has one-week one week camping sessions for young girls, adolescent girls. Oh, and um, it used to be, well, it's, it's like I said, it's owned by the state, so it is public. Um, there's a dock you can tie up, and you can visit the island if you like. But there are rules that you have to go by, and certain areas are restricted, especially in the spring and early summer when the, uh, the turn colonies are nested. And some areas you just can't go in. You're supposed to stay on the trails. And it used to be the state leper colony back in the early 1900s. Yeah. And the, the, the ruins are still there. You can go visit the ruins. The cemetery is still there. So it's, it's quite a, quite a place. And when you visit it, it's, it's, it, it like takes you back. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, it's something I always wanted to see, but knowing that I can go there, if I just follow the rules, uh, maybe I'll have to get over there sometime. Yes, you can. All right. Well, thank you so much. And great talking to you, Mark. I haven't, I haven't talked to you in a while. Yes. Oh, oh, you know it's me? Yeah, well, we got the caller ID, but I would have known your voice anyway. Oh, okay. Well, just thought I would let you know, Tim. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank take you. Take it easy. I do Bye -bye. have to take a break, but 508 996 500 We can take more of your calls. We'll be right back. <laughs> And 508-996-0500. We've still got uh, some time here to take some phone calls before the end of the program. And then Chris McCarthy is back with South Coast Now. And uh, one thing I wanted to discuss. I, so Saturday mornings, I don't really get a chance to listen to Brian's beat and to the Ken Pittman show. But I'll usually then go in at some point later on and 
uh, push out their podcasts. And then, of course, on Monday morning, I will open up the app chat so I can read all the app chat messages from you guys during the show. And then I'll see some of the app chat messages that came in over the weekend. I don't know what they were talking about on the Ken Pittman show <laughs> Saturday morning around 1030. But Timo in Smart Myth, as he puts here, said, Ken, Kane's Mayo? I would have known. Only someone who thinks Bon Jovi is legit music would like Kane's Mayo. Hellman's all the way. Peace. And I got to say, I don't know what the conversation was about, but Timo, I agree with you 100%. Hellman's all the way. Kane's may mayonnaise is like, it's not even mayonnaise. It's, it's Miracle Whip that's just afraid to say that it's Miracle Whip. It's too tangy for me. I, I once went over to my friend's house, and she was like, I'm making tuna sandwiches. Do you want a tuna sandwich? And I love tuna sandwiches. I was like, yeah, I'd love a tuna sandwich. And she made it, and it was Kane's mayonnaise. And I had to hold my breath to be able to eat that sandwich because I didn't want to be rude. But, oh, my God, Cane's is the worst. Hellman's is the only mayonnaise that I will use. I mean, granted, sometimes you go somewhere and you don't know what they have, but obviously Hellman's is, is the choice. There's a reason why I bring out the Hellman's, because I bring out the best. Who uses Cane's mayonnaise? Ken Pittman. I am surprised at you. What, what was the, uh, the other thing that I refused to use? Well, I, I, Miracle Whip. Don't even come at me with that. Don't even come at me with that. Just the worst. Anyway, we were talking earlier about if you missed this story at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Big, big news for the north end of New Bedford. The uh, Barassa Hardware Store that was supposed to close this past weekend after just about 100 years in business is no longer closing. It's going to stay in business with a new owner, Manny Andre, the owner of Rivet, Rivet Street Hardware in the south end of New Bedford, just came in last week looking to maybe purchased their key machine as they were closing up. And by the time he was done talking with Therese Bernier over there, Therese Barassa Bernier, he said, you know what? I'm just going to keep this place going. And so now they're looking forward to the next hundred years of Barassa Hardware. It will keep the name. It will keep the same phone number. It'll be the same store you always remember. As Manny said, it'll just be a different face behind the counter. So you can read about that at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Got to take my final break of the morning. We'll be back in a few moments. All right, that's going to do it for me for today. Stay tuned for South Coast Now with the returning Chris McCarthy. Then after that, we'll have Bill O'Reilly. After that, it's going to be uh, the Barry Richards Show, but Brian Thomas filling in for him today. Barry took the day off, and uh, then we'll have Howie Carr on. I don't know if we're going to have the football game. I have to talk with Jason about that because, of, as you know, the football game, the Steelers game got re scheduled because of the weather was it Steelers bills got moved because of the weather so it's happening today at 4 30 so I'm not sure if we're going to be carrying that or not but we'll talk about that and see if we if we without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at Granger we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.